Hello everyone and welcome back to a brand new talk with Fionn and myself. Do you want to say a little bit about your, your weekend, Fionn, or not? <laughs> I think it's unimaginable with you on the team, but um, yeah, no, it was my um, obviously my 18th birthday, so it was um, a nice weekend, obviously, because I was you know, seeing some friends and I managed to go up to the pub, but for myself, feeling feeling a bit tired, feeling a bit lethargic this past week. So the talk that we're about to discuss today is actually quite uh, prominent within my lifestyle this current week. So yeah, have a listen. Definitely. So yeah. we'll, get, we'll get straight into it because we want to try and give you as much information as possible and try and educate anyone out there, all different parts of health and fitness. We're, we're not just instructors that count reps and we don't just believe in exercise. Uh, we believe in like the pillars of fitness or pillars, pillars of health and wellness, not just fitness. That'll be the wrong word to use. And it's all about stress management. It's about nutrition. It's about exercise, um, community, family, everything. We're going to cover all of that. But for today, we're going to cover the importance of sleep. And I feel like it was a relevant topic to talk about after Fionn's birthday. Um, how, how much sleep did you get on the Saturday? Uh, well, from from when I woke up on Saturday morning, which was about eight o'clock in the morning, uh, nothing until Sunday, about just before midday. I won't go into too much of the details. So it was yeah, it was a twenty-six hour stint. <laughs> That's, oh, no sleep, but that, I had a, I had a plenty of hours on Sunday, so it's fine. But so, so just just to say, like, give me an example. How how did you feel after that? Like, what was your pre pre birthday? Yeah. Like you, you just touched on it then. Sorry, I cut in. I we got a bit of lag going on, but um, yeah, pre birthday, I had everything set out. I had, you know, I was good. I switched my phone off probably about forty five minutes before bed. Um, I usually I'd take my phone to the bathroom, wash my face, brush my teeth, all that kind of stuff. I switched it off, you know, I turned my blue light off, brightness down, dark mode on, everything like that. 45 minutes before, uh, I'd go to the bathroom, get myself ready, come into bed, which usually, you know, takes 15 minutes. Read a book, so it's a chapter of a book that Luke's passed on to me, which I took up literally a couple of days before and I was so into it. Um, and then, you know, read the book and then I've got the, I have this app on my phone called Calm. So I literally just go straight onto my phone, click calm, and it basically a woman just talks you through a nice scene. Uh, I like listening to Forest One, so it's you know talking about the leaves and the nice scenery and all that kind of stuff, and sticking their head down in this nice serene place. And um, yeah, so that that was that was my routine. I was getting you know probably about seven and a half to eight hours a night. I was consistently waking up, um, probably about six thirty, six forty-five at the latest, getting my stuff done. I was running. I was um, doing my gratitude. I actually started stretching two days before. I know it's only two days, but for me, it was quite a lot, fitting that into my morning. Um, I was eating well, and everything was on track. And then this, for the past, what, maybe five, six days now, it's just been a downhill spiral. Obviously, today, you know, a bit better. I've got up early, but I'm still not 100%, and that's purely because of lack of sleep. Yeah, uh, and I mean, see, it took me quite a few years to realize that, that you kind of, everyone always says the early bird catches the worm. And that's true to a certain extent. But what I would say when it comes down to sleep for anyone out there is 
I like getting up early and early for me is 6.30 in the morning. That's my alarm. My alarm goes off at 6.30 and that's every single day. I don't do it different on weekends. I used to do it different on weekends, but I felt actually when I got up later on the weekends, I was kind of chasing the day. I felt a bit grumpy that I got up later. So it doesn't really make sense to me. I would actually prefer to, if I went to sleep a bit late on a Saturday or Sunday to, or sorry, Friday, Saturday, to actually have a nap in the afternoon instead if I needed one. But I felt like when I got up at like eight o'clock on a Sunday, that felt like I was wasting my day. But I'll be in bed by, or knackered by like 10 o'clock at night. So everybody's different. And it doesn't mean you have to get up at crack of dawn. But we're talking about this optimal amount of sleep you want to get. And we personally recommend that you get a minimum, a minimum of six hours. But we like to get you in that seven to eight hour range. All right. That's the kind of what we're trying to guide people towards. But what would you say with yours um, sleep-wise, Phil, and how much sleep you've been getting, like on average, normally? Normally, it's, it's, it is between the seven and eight. And before, um, it wasn't. And it was usually maybe five and a half, six. So nearing that very minimum. However, my, at the time, I thought, you know, that's fine. I'm, I'm, working, I'm working good. You know, I'm getting my stuff done. It was, it was kind of like 80% getting my work done, 20%, you know, kind of slouching throughout the day. I would find myself quite tired, so, you know, sitting on the sofa, maybe nodding off a little bit. But then um, over the lockdown, I think w within the first three weeks, I was, as it was, you know, um, staying up late on my phone kind of thing, as you do um, if you're a bit naive to how, how much better you can feel. And obviously, Luke, you've, you've talked to me about that, how much about how, um, how important it is to feel good and how much better it, it, it is. So within that, I think... Within the first month of lockdown, towards the end, I started getting myself, you know, knuckling down on personal growth on how I feel. And then it's, yeah, from ever since then, it's been seven and a half, maybe eight hours. Eight hours at a push, it's a good night. But yeah, for me, feeling better is just the, the, the thought of not feeling good now due to obviously alcohol consumption and lack of sleep. And that leads to many different things. Like, um, obviously, we're not touching on that, but... Um, uh, lack of trainings, lack of exercise, and poor food choices as well. It's all it all adds up together to not feeling the best. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, there was this um, book, and I always go back to it. It's Atomic Habits, and it was talking about um, the British cycling team years ago. They didn't used to be very good, and they got a new coach in. And what they looked at doing was just improving by like marginal percentages on each area. So not just looking at their cycling; they were looking at sleep, their stress, their hygiene. So they didn't get ill as often their nutrition and actually if you look at those pillars and you think right can we do any more exercise potentially you might not have time to do any more exercise can we do more steps potentially yes potentially no you know but could we actually get a little bit more sleep here or could we improve the quality of our sleep and that's the thing because if you look at all aspects of your life and you might go well, what the hell's sleep got to do with like fat loss hey it's got a massive thing to do with fat loss i mean feel Crack away because I know you did. Um, you like this little bit. I mean, you've read a lot of sleep, haven't you? Yeah. I, I I delved into a little bit on uh, one of the emails that we did. Yeah, but um, one of an important thing for sleep massively is obviously um to start off with. If you're less tired throughout the day, you have more energy and you have the the oomph to go out and do them steps like you touched on. Um, but also with um, your exercise as well you've got more motivation to keep yourself fit to keep yourself active to go and train 
um, your food choices massively, you know, the impact on how you feel. I'm even embarrassing here because I've completely forgot which way around leptin and ghrelin go. Cause yeah. you, said, you said about it before, but... But you, the basic hormonal responses on it, that if you, if you don't get enough, if you don't get enough sleep, for example, then your hormonal, your hormones don't work and function as well as they, what they could do with the regular amount of sleep. So, you know, for example, on your email you touched on, you were saying that if you were, say, for example, getting four hours sleep a night, you might eat food, but you still feel hungry and you're constantly trying to eat. Whereas actually, if you're getting the seven to eight hours sleep, you'd have a meal and your body would feel full because it's producing the right amount of hormones. And that's what it comes down yeah. to. You know, it, people are going, ah, oh, you know, I've got to fit everything in. I've got to fit everything in. But actually, you're spending two, three hours sat on the sofa watching TV. You know, you've got to use your time efficiently and you've got to make the most of every hour, every minute you've got. And for people to say they don't have enough time to sleep for six to seven hours, I, I, I can't, it's hard. Uh, I would say it's hard for me to understand that because I feel like everyone's got the same 24 hours in a day. So if you've got, if you sleep for seven hours, right, you're going to be a math magician who'll that one out. You've got 17 hours left over. Even if you worked a 10 hour day, you'd still have seven hours left over. So what are you doing with those seven hours? I don't, I don't understand it. You know, you maybe have a, an hour, half an hour there and back to commute. Okay. That brings 11 hours. You've still got six hours, you know, you spend an hour with your partner or two hours with your partner and family. That still gives you four hours, an hour to train. That still gives you three hours. So if you're saying you don't have time to sleep or you don't have time to do this, what I would suggest is actually get an Excel spreadsheet every 15 minutes from when you wake up to when you go to bed. What are you doing in each slot in between? And I can guarantee you there are so many slots of time where you're literally doing sweet FA. And that's those little bits that you want to improve on. And even myself, I'll be honest, I say I'm busy. I could definitely be more productive, 100%. You know, I could definitely fit different bits in. I'm, I'm definitely moving towards being far more productive than I ever was before, but there's definitely gaps where I can fit slots in. So if you're one of those people saying, I haven't got time to exercise, I haven't got time to sleep more hours, you know, for example, I'd argue you're probably making excuses. You know, you're not prioritizing your health and your wellness, which then is going to have a massive detrimental effect to the rest of your life. It's going to have an effect on your family, your relationships, your friends, your community, your job, the lot. And if you don't look after yourself, then you can't expect to look after other people. That, yeah, was, my that was my rant. Right over. I'll, I'll, I'll just say it for an example. Like, um, to, touch, to touch go back on what I was saying, obviously, I, I think for me massively, uh, food choice is so important because one aspect of obviously sleeping is um, when you wake up, you feel tired, you feel a bit grouchy, you feel a bit moody, you reach for the things that you know that are going to make you feel a little bit better and pick you up. And whether that's uh, mentally or physically, so whether it's, you know, some, some sugar, you know, like for the, for I, I've wanted to say this since uh, it happened the other day and was waiting for the I live so I could uh, talk about it so it come up. But um, the other day I was just sitting on the sofa and I went in to the freezer to see what, you know, what nices, what goodies we had. And we had uh, these little mini ice creams from, from Lidl. And they're yeah. only like, they're only tiny. They're maybe the size of like your finger or something. I had five of them in a row. That's about I do all the time. The other. Yeah. But it's, but it's like, it's easy done and it's, 
tie that into fat loss, if you're not sleeping well, obviously there's other different aspects, but if you're not sleeping well, if you're not getting that good sleep, food choice is lower, you subconsciously reach for the things that you know are going to give you a little G up, a little boost. And that's a prime example. We're all human at the end of the day. Like, none of us are perfect. I just wanted to share that for anyone who's listening who maybe feels a little bit guilty about something that they ate or something that, you know, a time that they didn't train. It all happens. We're all human. But we can massively improve that. And what you touched on there with the organizing your day, whether it's on a spreadsheet or just a notepad. I do it on a notepad. Um, well, I was doing that before, actually. I've got an Excel spreadsheet now, like you touched on. Um, and I hang that up either on my wall or I stick that on the kitchen table because that's uh, where we go, where we see it most obviously. And like you say, finding little time slots in the day to improve yourself. So whether it's watching TV, I like to say, you know, watching TV, you've got an hour, you've got 12 minutes ad breaks. So it's three, four, um, four three minute ad breaks. Get up, do some squats or walk up and down the stairs for that three minutes kind of thing. Yeah, um, definitely. Definitely. I think it's good. And you're trying to create good habits, aren't you? That's what you're trying to do. And I mean, we touch on that all the time, but you're trying to create good habits and you're trying to remove the not so good habits. And it's that seesaw effect. And when it, when it comes to sleep, if people say my sleep is crap and I hear that all the time, right? Let's look at sleep hygiene. For example, ask yourself, honestly, what do you do before you go to bed? Because if you're on social media before you go to bed, right? Argument's sake, my bedtime is 10.30, right? So what do I do? 8.30 p.m., I make sure I don't go on my phone anymore. Sometimes I do, I try not to, right? So that's two hours pre-bed. That's me just chilling out. I put my phone in another room because I know I'm going to look at it if I, don't, if I have it next to me, right? That goes off. What I then do is I try and do a bit of a wind-down routine. I watch a TV programme till half nine so 8 30 till 9 30 i watch tv watch an episode of something of some sort with bex then at 9 30 i read a book till 10 o'clock right so i read half an hour I read 10 pages of a book and then i start getting ready for bed in the bedroom i don't have my phone in there with me i've got a Lumi alarm clock which i think is amazing if you haven't got one get one because when you wake up in the morning the light goes on slowly so it mimics sunrise massive game changer I set my alarm clock across the other side of the bed so I can't hit snooze function. That's for another topic, right? I've got blackout blinds in my bedroom. I've got a couple of plants, right? Because you're getting all, that, all those benefits to your body, right? I make sure I switch all the sounds off. There's no like kind of noise outside. You know, my bed's nice and comfy. I don't spend any time in the bedroom apart from my sleep. You're doing all of that. You may want to add in um, camel tea before you go to bed. You may want to add in lavender on your pillow. You may want to have a bath before you go to bed. But don't just say your sleep's crap if you don't do anything about it. Is there anything you do before you go to bed, Theon? Um, one of the things that I find is really important, and I talked to you about it the other day, but I'd, it'd be good to bring it up, is um, obviously the term, it may sound a little bit long-winded, but we'll get into it. The term breakfast essentially means breaking the fast. So the fast means, you know, not consuming something for a certain amount of time. So you go to bed at half past 10, you wake up at half past six, you haven't eaten or you haven't drunk anything for eight hours. It's in last fight, yeah, eight hours. Um, so what I do, so important, is every night before I go to sleep, I fill up a pint of water and put it right next to my bed. So the first thing that I do is first thing that I turn up and wake 
obviously turn my alarm clock off, which is just here, which is good because I need that because I'm terrible at waking up. Um, but yeah, point of water by my bed as soon as possible. We are, I think we're 96, 97, 98% liquid in our body. So for eight hours for us not to consume, the most important thing that's keeping us alive, it's just silly. And if you wake up, you know, half past six, you go and brush your teeth, then you go for your breakfast, then, you know, you go outside and, you know, you do different things and you haven't hydrated for that nine hours, you know, nine and a half, ten hours. Sometimes people don't even drink when they wake up and they just go straight to work because they're rushed off their feet, they've got a bad sleep pattern, all this kind of thing. So I think sticking a pint of water by yourself and hydrating yourself as soon as you wake up is just a fresh. And for me, it's, it's changed massively. And I, I listened to that on another podcast that I listened to. Um, and I find that so important, yeah. So all the things that you do, I don't have this fancy alarm clock because I'm not bringing in the big bucks just yet. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, honestly, Lumi alarm clock is it's a game changer. It's like people use their phone right and they put their phone right next to their bed, and some people don't even turn their phone like on silent, they like, or airplane mode. Bex never used to like when um we first started going out. She used to have the noise on. Sometimes you get a text at, like two in the morning, and I'd be like, Nah, that ain't happening. Get that phone off out the window straight away yeah i'm not the, the, like the i cannot stress the breakup in sleep that gives you right and another thing about sleep everyone out there if you do have sleep issues if you suffer from insomnia i'm not a sleep uh, expert all right i'm just going by on or we're going by on what we've just learned from improving your sleep habits and books i'm just seeing if i've got the book about sleep on there i read a whole book on it but what i am saying is don't stress about sleep that's the most important thing because if you're just lying there going, oh, I need seven hours, I need it, right? Then you're not going to get it, okay? You need to learn to relax. You need to learn to, you know, try and do things that chill you out and calm you down, right? Can you calm yourself down when you're watching the news before bed and it's talking about COVID? You, all these different types, I'm not even going to go into details about the news. Yeah. All this negative propaganda being stuffed down your throat, right, before you go to bed. No wonder people can't sleep, right? The worst thing to do is watch the news at 10. Don't watch it, right? Don't watch it first thing in the morning either because then you're filling your head with that negativity first thing in the morning. I would even suggest don't bother watching any of it, right? Because I don't watch the news. I haven't watched the news the whole of COVID and I still seem to know what's going on. You know, people tell you along the lines, right? If you, yeah. want, if you want to get a bit of news, I mean, jump on your phone midday. You'll get all the news you need to know. There's nothing really going to be that much updated at the four o'clock news, the six o'clock news, the eight o'clock news. It's still the same, right? It's still the same news. They're pumping down your throat and it's still the same negativity. And me, I'm, I'm, go I'm off on one ear. I'm going on. It's scaremongering, okay? It's increasing scarcity in people. It's making people nervous wrecks. And when you stop watching it, you'll realise your life is better without it, okay? I'm not saying you need to be naive and duck your head in the sand and pretend nothing's happening. I understand what's happening. I understand what's going on. But my life is a lot better by not having that last thing at night, right? My life's a lot better by not looking on this phone, right? And reading negative posts on Facebook, Instagram before I go to bed it's, and before I wake up as well. I cannot stress that enough. So biggest, biggest tips, take home points. Turn your phone off two hours before you go to bed. That's an absolute no-brainer, right? That's what everyone should be doing. Read, whether you read a newspaper, magazine, a book, whether it's a, whether it's a paint by numbers book, a colouring book, you know, anything. Do something that doesn't involve you watching TV or watching a screen. Yeah, 
That is two massive things. A to-do list is great. I have a little notepad, got it here. I make it small, yeah? And I literally write down random stuff. And the reason I do that is because I'm offloading what I'm thinking about onto a pad of paper. That's my little ideas pad. Gets rid of it. I know when I wake up, then it's fresh. I've got it down somewhere. I'm not worried about if I'm going to forget certain things. Blackout room, so important. You know, bath before you go to bed, chamomile tea, lavender on your bed sheets. Set yourself up for that routine. Your, your, your body needs routine and routine gets results. Hello, mate. Yes, she is. Yeah. Hi. Yeah. But <laughs> another thing that um, I, I, I'd add to that, obviously, that's a huge list. And we're not saying that you do not, we're not saying that all of these are absolutely essential. They are all just tips, tricks that you can try and implement into your lifestyle to, to um, improve. However, you're not going to be able to do them all at once. That's not achievable. Yeah. But another couple of things, if you did listen to a couple of them and you are interested, is I've also found that. Uh, number one having quite a carb heavy supper so just before maybe like an hour hour and a half before you go to bed people think that eating past six o'clock seven o'clock is going to cause you to gain this weight overnight because you're not moving if you're within your calorie limit throughout the day and if this is in your calorie limit you're not going to gain this magical weight by sleeping whatever the myth is um but carb heavy obviously that gets us into that nice relaxed state Top it up with having a bath and make sure also that you're not drinking any liquids, preferably an hour before your bedtime because most of us wake up in the night to have a pee. That means we're not getting that full on deep sleep. We're waking up, we're being disturbed. Similar to your text message. You may think that getting up in the night for a pee is absolutely fine, but it's no different to waking up on your phone, reading a text message and going back to sleep again. It disturbs that pattern. So want to if it's within your calorie limit have a nice maybe a bowl of oats some porridge i don't know have a bit of toast before bed it's not going to kill you it's fine um but also yeah drinking drinking an hour an hour and a half before bed is probably going to prevent us from um waking up during the night for 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 our pee break yeah and do you know what you touched on so it's quite interesting to about carbs everyone if you are on keto which is basically no carbohydrates yeah one thing i don't know why you're on it right because <laughs> i'll simplify it nice and easy you can achieve fat loss and you can achieve a great physique through still eating bread pasta rice carbohydrates etc if you have an intolerance to different things completely get it i understand why you'd want to reduce it or or one more thing if you're epileptic then keto-based diets have definitely had significant results and reduced seizures for epileptics. That's a great point, right? However, if you're not one of those two people, right, then why would you want to avoid having carbs in your diet, right? Because they're all the enjoyable bits. And Theon touched on a great point. If you have a low-carb diet or a keto diet, your likelihood is you'll probably be climbing the walls at night because you won't be able to sleep. And the reason you won't be able to sleep is when we eat carbs, we go into the old carb coma, which allows yeah. us to relax. We produce hormones again, which allows us to relax and we get a good night's sleep. Why would you not want that? Okay. So if you have, if you are struggling with sleep and for some reason, all you're eating is just meat and veg or fish and veg. And you're thinking, I don't know why I can't sleep for, I've done nothing different. Then that could be the reason why. So Theon's definitely right. Have some carbohydrates at night, schedule in. They call it carb backloading, Right. You, eat, you save your carbohydrates for the evening and that will allow you to relax 
and it will either hormones to produce and then you get a good night's sleep, okay? Yeah. Serotonin, okay? You'll just, you'll have a good night's sleep. But that's, that's what we want to talk about. We want to try and get you all aspects of happiness, healthier and fitter, okay? It's not just about going to the gym, pumping iron. It's not about going just running. It's an amalgamation of all of it together. So if you can improve on your sleep, it's going to improve on all aspects of your life, all right? What would you say your mood was on a scale of 1 to 10 pre-18th birthday, Fionn? Being generous, probably probably a 9. Yeah, not, uh, obviously no one's ever a 10 out of 10, happy buzz. Good. There's always something you're thinking about. But yeah. yeah, I was up there, definitely eight and a half, nine. Everything was, as I've said before, like I said at the start, everything was set, set in stone, set in order. I was on it. Obviously, you're going to have your, your times where you drop off. That's fine. We're all human. Don't beat yourself up. But ten, it was not 10 out of 10, no, no. Eight and a half, nine out of 10, whereas now I've probably dropped down to six and a half, maybe yeah. a seven, yeah. Yeah. And we're all human. I mean, I, 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 countless times I've been to IB for three times, right? I've come back. I've hit the two out of 10 for feeling, right? I've been there, I've yeah. done it, I've got the t-shirt. And you do have to have those blowouts sometimes. And I completely get that, you know, the pub's opened again, great. You know, get, enjoy yourself, let your hair down, right? And then you realize now that actually that one night of feeling good, does it, is it really- Four nights of feeling laugh, yeah. Exactly. And you've got to start realizing is if you're in one of those situations where you're kind of in that rut, You've got to look at everything. You've got to look at sleep, stress, nutrition, activity, exercise, because when you are doing all those, it's an amazing feeling, feeling great. Like, and I'm not talking about trying to make out I'm better than anyone else. I'm definitely not. I've, you know, I've made my own mistakes and I've had good weeks, bad weeks, and I still have, you know, moody days and bad days. I'm not hundred percent all the time. No one ever is. They would be fibbing if they told you they were, but if you can manage all of those, you're going, to have a, you're going to be set up to have a much better day, all right? And we could go on, I'm talking, I could talk hours about positivity, mindfulness, you know, setting your day up right, you know, daily habits. But the sleep for us is a key thing. It's easy. You lie back, close your eyes, and it's done, right? And if you struggle with sleep, implement those things we talked about, but it's not going to happen overnight, all right? One thing I missed out massively, and I'll tell you what, it's a game changer, and Fionn spoke about it, meditation. I mean, Fionn does the Calm app, I do Headspace, right? They're both the same, they both do the same thing. If you don't want to pay for an app, you could just literally go on YouTube and type in 10-minute meditation, right? If you don't want to do anything, you could just lie there and just 10 minutes and just focus on your breathing, right? That, to me, first thing I wake up in the morning has been a game changer to me reducing my stress you know, reduce anxiety and also go into bed. I'll be honest. All right. I had a struggle with sleep for about two months, about two years ago, and it was awful. Right. And the more I thought about it, the more I tried to, you know, get to sleep, the worse it got. Sometimes you have to just let yourself accept that you're going for a stressful situation. It's not in the world. You know, your body will sleep when it wants to sleep. And the meditation helped massively. Is there anything before we end, Fionn? Because I think that's a great thing to end on. Is there anything you'd say before you go? Um, I mean, I'm lost for words because I think we've we've absolutely hit the nail on the head there. I think we've covered it. Um, just yeah, I think probably what you just touched on then to finish. If you are having a bit of a hard time, and if you are 
struggling with any different aspect, but obviously the topic today is sleep, but with anything, whether it's your exercising, your diet, your sleep, your routine, whatever it is, just accept that sometimes you are going to fall off and you're going to have these downtimes because one thing massively for me and I've noticed over this lockdown is that social media in general, and it's a little bit off topic, but social media in general paints this picture of having this wonderful, amazing, great time, amazing life. There's the dog. No, no, no. Go on. Out. Go on. Out. Go on. She's going to knock my laptop over. Um, yeah, it paints this picture of people having this, you know, 10 out of 10 amazing experience of life and time. But actually, that's usually only 10% of the stuff that they go through. So to rewind back to where I started, if you're having a hard time, try not to look at these big figures and these big um, outlooks on life, whether it's people, whether it's businesses. Just take some time to relax. Do something that you enjoy or find something that you're going to enjoy um, and just maybe accept defeat for a little bit of time and just try and, you know, find yourself and just consider that you know like I said before we all fall off sometimes and for me it took this 18th experience for me Saturday had a great time Sunday had a great time Monday had a great time Tuesday I was like I'm back to work tomorrow and then I just plummeted bam that's it but I'm I'm accepting defeat I'm feeling a little bit better than I was yesterday a little bit better than the day before but it's going to take a while for me to get back to that. But I've put systems in place. I've got my routine back, sleeping well, listening to my podcast again. I trained yesterday. My glass of water, just little things. My glass of water, as soon as I woke up, hydrated, bam. So yeah, yeah just, just just take the time out and just accept that maybe you're going for a rough patch and that's absolutely fine. Do you remember the song, in it? I got knocked down, but I get up again. You're never going to keep down that one, yeah? Do you remember that in your, in, your, in your eyes or your ears? Sorry, your eyes. That is your alarm clock. <laughs> exactly. But like, like Fionn said, if, you, if you've, you fall off the wagon, I talk about a lot, if you've, you've, I'm trying to slow it down, if you were doing loads of stuff, all your habits were great, yeah, and you've completely gone off them, don't try and go straight back to where they were before because that might be too much. You know, I'm talking if you fall off the wagon for weeks, months, years, just don't forget about what you were here. Just start implementing in nice, easy little steps, baby steps, gradually improving. And yeah, having a glass of water in the morning will not drastically change your health overnight. Getting seven hours sleep rather than six hours of sleep will not drastically change your health overnight. Being in a deficit and eating quality, nutrient-rich food will not change your health overnight exercising we go on about this for ages amalgamation of all of those together right encompassing all of those together and not just doing it for the days or the weeks and wondering why you haven't got results right looking at long term looking at four five six months to a year down the line and then looking back and thinking bloody hell how far have i traveled we're in a world where people want it here and now and i'm telling you we're not selling here and now right because here and now is like selling snake oil yeah it doesn't exist We'll be honest, we can't get you overnight results because you can't get overnight successes. What we implement is we implement small, consistent, sustainable changes, week in, week out, month in, month out, and our clients get results, right? I cannot stress that enough. We're good at what we do. That, that's it, right? So if you're any other people that do need help, send us a message. We're happy to help, okay? Get in touch with us and we can set you on the right path to success. And that's what it's all about, okay? There's none of these 
you know, seven days to abs, you know, for example, doesn't happen. It's about making small, sustainable changes in the right way, decreasing the, the not so good habits, and you will be onto an absolute winner. All right. I feel like that's that's what we've got enough for, haven't we? Well, I think we'll leave it there. Yeah, I, I just wanted to say one thing. You're on a bit of a time. You're on a little bit of a madness on there. But I was saying, use the analogy, right? I, I don't know if anyone out there re remembers because you're maybe a little bit old. It was my time. But Power Rangers, right? There was like five of them, all different colours, right? But when they all come together and they all slotted together, they made this huge monster and it was like this thing that overcome everything, beat it. Use that analogy. Sleep, you've got exercise, you've got diet, you've got drinking your glass of water. Uh, as soon as you wake up, this, 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 all stick it together and it's a massive force and it's going to push you through. Do you know, you're on about the new Power Rangers, right? When I was younger, I had the Power Rangers, the original Power Rangers. Do you know what I mean? So your, your Power Rangers aren't the Power Rangers that were originals. I'm, I'm part of the original Power Rangers. Do you know what I mean? It's mad, isn't it? Wrinkles on my face, yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> hey, I hope that helps everyone. Uh, we're over and out. And I just want to say, everyone, thanks very much for listening in. It's, um, it's great. And like we said, always make sure you give us a share. Um, you share this information as much as you can. Share it with a friend. If it helped you, make sure you reach out to other people and let them know about it because we want to try and help as many people. So thank you very much for listening. And we will be back soon for a brand new show.